0: Do you love wrestling podcasts, but hate all the ads? Well, you can get all the great podcasts early and ad-free at adfreeshows.com. It only starts at nine bucks a month, but you get exclusive series at adfreeshows.com like Title Chase, Eric Fires Back, Conversations with Conrad, and tons more, and a chance to interact with your favorite podcast hosts every month. See for yourself why thousands of other wrestling fans say adfreeshows.com is the best value in wrestling. Adfreeshows.com. You know, I get the question all the time. Conrad, I know you help people save money and you help people refinance, but could you actually help me buy a house? Yeah, buddy. Come on now. Buy with Conrad.com is your hookup. And let me give you a heads up. You don't need a huge down payment to buy a house in 2022. In fact, you may not need a down payment at all. There are still loan programs out there that can get you out of your apartment and into a brand new house with no money down. And I know it sounds too good to be true, but buddy, we're doing it pretty routinely. And you don't have to be a veteran, but yeah, we can still help our veterans get into a house with no money down. But more importantly, we're going to help you get on the path to buy a house this year. You see, a lot of times we have these conversations and folks say, well, I've got a little bit of time left on my lease, or I'm not sure exactly when I'll be ready, or how much of a down payment do I need to save up? My advice, don't get ahead of yourself. Let's start the pre-approval process. Let's know what your new house payment could look like. You'll tell us how much down payments you want to have. Maybe the answer is zero. That's cool. And then you'll tell us what you want your monthly payment to be. And then you go shopping for your dream home. But step one starts at buywithconrad.com. And hey, did you know that when you go to file your taxes as a homeowner, you're going to get a statement back from your mortgage company that's going to say, hey, you can write off this amount of interest this year. How much of your rent are you writing off this year? None of it. Oh, and by the way, what's your interest rate on your rent? Well, that would be a 100%, pal. You know you can do better than a 100% interest. That's what rent is. Stop throwing your money away. And by the way, we can even help you get rid of your current house and get into a better house if you already have a house but you think, you know what? It's time for a new place. We can help you at buywithconrad.com. That's buywithconrad.com, B-U-Y with conrad.com. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. And be sure to ask about our green light underwrite. We can actually get your file completely underwritten, and that allows you to negotiate like a cash buyer at buywithconrad.com.
1: From the Blue Studio. Studios, try Blue free when you use our promo code ARN at checkout. Just pay $5 shipping. Hello and welcome to the ARN Show. This is Paul Bromwell and I am joined by none other. Than the founder of the Four Horsemen, the creator of the Spine Buster, the Hall of Famer, and the man who helped make an eggplant one of the hottest baby faces in Jim Crockett promotions in 1988. He's the Enforcer. He's double A. He's Arn Anderson. Arn, how are you this week?
2: I like that shirt. Where'd you get that shirt? Oh, man, I got it on Box of Gimmicks. Box of Gimmicks. Yeah. They yeah. yeah, I like that.
1: The Enforcer. Yeah, Very, it has, very
2: nice. Different has color.
1: Yeah, I like the color too, and all of it, man. So, all
2: right, I have, to hey, hey, of, I have to get one of those.
1: Yeah, hey, listen, you know, this is this seems like the quintessential Arn Anderson color. I mean, it matched the red leather. You know, kind of reminds me of the red leather uh, championship TV title that you held. So, yeah, I'm digging it. Yeah, we can make that work. Well, listen, Arn. Speaking of eggplant, last week we talked about the effort Jim Crockett made in turning Lex Luger into an imposing babyface. Alex worked every night with some combination of the horsemen, be that you, Tully, and Rick, with the end goal of getting him ready for the nature boy. But this month, we're going to take a look at the continued push of Luger on our way to Clash of the Champions 1. And, of course, none of this was possible without the horsemen. Arn, are you ready? Because we're about to go on a trip down memory lane to talk through how Jim Crockett arrived at the inaugural Clash of the Champions
2: which was a big event going forward for a long, long time. Look forward to it. Let's
1: do it. All right, here we go. So we're going to open the month of March on the 1st in the heart of horseman country, Greenwood, South Carolina, at the Civic Center, as you and Tully took on Barry Windham and Lex Luger. On the same card, world champion Ric Flair took on Sting. Remember these matches because we're going to see him again. Then on March 2nd, Jim Crockett recorded television from the TBS studios on an episode that would air on March 5th of World Championship Wrestling. And at the TV taping, the Horsemen were in action in a six-man tag team match taking on Mike Jackson, Trent Knight, and Rocky King. The Horsemen would pick up the W and close out the show with a fun ringside interview conducted by none other than David Crockett. We got the finish and we got the interview. Let's take a look.
3: An awesome team. I'm just a real fan of the horsemen. Well, right to the base of the spine, and if that wasn't enough, he picks Stratton up a knight up by the hair and tags in Iron Anderson, the enforcer, and one spine buster to another. Awesome. This is just basically almost like a tune-up for the, for the Four Horsemen. You've got three champions of the world. There's the main man. Five times he has held the most coveted title that the sport has. And right there's the figure four. And can, if he gets this on Sting, can Sting escape? But if Sting gets the Scorpion, what can Ric Flair do? That's the big question. But right now, there's no doubt. The Four Horsemen are victorious once again here on TBS. There they are. There's their symbol. And we're going to take a look one more time. The champion parading around the ring for a little bit. And then grabs a fallen Trent Knight, an already beaten man Trent Knight it in. and Jim Rice, you talked about Scorpion or Figure Four. There's no doubt. Both are awesome moves. That's the big question. What will Flair do if the, if the Scorpion's locked in, and what can Sting do if Flair gets the Figure Four on him? There'll be a championship in the balance, and David Crockett is standing at ringside with the three world champions, the Four Horsemen. They're the Four Horsemen, they're the champions of the world. J.J. Dillon is their
4: manager. What I hear hear in the back is a very subtle Sting, sting, sting. I think anybody in the right mind would be a little embarrassed at this moment because it's obvious that you just had a demonstration of how the figure four leg lock should be properly applied by the man that's the true master of it, the world heavyweight champion himself. And i have put any sum of money on the line to say that once that figure four leg lock is locked in on anybody, including this loudmouth sting, you don't get out of it. The match is over now. Oh, what do we have here, Chad? <laughs> uh, what I got here is Dusty Rhodes. Right here. This is Dusty Rhodes, number one go.
1: Well, there we go. That's enough of that clip. But I tell you what, we had flair with the comedy spot there at the end, but I would be remiss if I didn't point out how good James J. Dillon is on the mic.
2: As good as anybody. Can't stress it enough. He's such an intelligent, articulate guy. And he, you know, he follows the angles and he knows exactly what to talk about and what to punch and, uh, it's great, man.
1: Yeah. And, it, and it's all the big buildup. They're already starting to push flair sting. They're starting to talk about you guys with, uh, Luger and Wyndham. And we're all put, getting ready to push that, uh, th- that big card there for clash of the champions. But before we get there, we're on the March 4th. We're in Pittsburgh at the civic arena. It's 3000 people. You and Tully are in the semi-main event of the card, wrestling Luger and Oli. And this match would end in a disqualification. And for his part, Flair defeated Sting at the Sam Houston Coliseum in front of 3,000 fans as they continued their program. We then move along to March 5th, and there would be a taping of Worldwide that aired. Luger and Oli defeated Tully and Rick in a steel cage when Luger pinned Tully with a roll-up. You and JJ, though, are conspicuously... uh, at ringside for this one we have the closing moments on of this one and we're going to pick up the match with about three minutes left let's check this one out together here he's trying, he's trying to
3: fight, well, trying
5: to fight. it you know david right now only anderson is as much painted he's Yeah, Flair made a tag, too, which was a great position to be in. And there's Arn Anderson, James J. Dillon. Look at
3: the rock. He can battle back from anything, Kenny. Oh, yes. He has desire.
5: Uh-huh. The great equalizer. This is a great equalizer right here. Let's take both hands
3: Luger gets like the Luger is really pumped up. Oh, oh. Scoop
5: has a slam. Look around, look around. Come on, come on. Get him if you want to. You've got to. You've got to. You're right. right. Got to give the pace up. All right, get up. Hook his leg. Hook his leg. Had to watch out for Rick.
3: The only thing Flair could do right there. Oh, and that cat catches him. Oh, he's fighting. Him. They go up. Les comes
5: over, goes behind Behind him, has him down.
0: This year, it's time to get off the couch and get back into the bedroom. Blue Chew can help guys. We know the confidence can take you far in life. And when you feel confident, you're at your best, especially when it comes time to step up to the plate. That's where blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as both Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost, and you can take them anytime day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Now, the process is simple. You sign up at BlueChew.com, you consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. And the best part? It's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA, prepared and shipped directly to your door, all in a discreet package. And with BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman, because when your package has arrived, uh, <clears throat> your package has arrived. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, Blue Chew can help. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew for free. When we'll you use our promo code ARN at checkout, just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com. The promo code is ARN to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details
1: and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring today's podcast. So Arn, listen, I uh, that was that was good stuff. You hop in the cage, and the Horseman commence the beatdown with a numbers uh, game. We see Dusty come in to, uh, to make the save, but I got to ask, you know, the Horseman and Dusty were dance partners for a long time. You guys made a shitload of money together, but wouldn't it helped, or did not you think it would have been nice to see Sting kind of make run down and, and make that save since the build is, is supposed to be for him and Flair, and they're trying to push him as maybe that next guy in line? What are your thoughts on that?
2: Um. depends on, number one, was he there? Uh, Number two, it just depends on where they're at, and we'll see as the month goes forward how involved Sting actually was. That's the one thing about it. You didn't have to have everybody that was involved in an angle all in there every night. If you did do that, I would venture to say might get old.
1: Yeah, I just didn't know if it was Dusty's kind of way of saying, hey, I'm still the man, I'm still booking, I'm I'm going out there and doing my thing, and you know the crowd's going to love every minute of it, or it could have been an opportunity to say, hey, with the impending feud of Sting, Flair, and the build we're trying to do, maybe it's a nice spot to have him come out and save the day. Regardless, it didn't happen, but I was just curious your thoughts on that. It's
2: going to happen in the future. In it will. In the near future, right? Big time. Yeah. You're going to be hard-pressed because you're going to hear a lot of people that are going to say, Dusty finish, or was Dusty pushing himself and all this. The answer is yes, but the answer is also this. When you're the biggest star in that locker room and you're selling tickets and it doesn't matter who your opponent basically is, any one of us, as long as you had a good heel, or you had the Midnight Express, or you had a top heel for Dusty to work with, He's gonna draw money. You're never gonna hear me say, well, was he stealing the spotlight? Yeah, but he was also the guy that every night was bleeding, and every match I was in with him, he helped make me, because I was a, a young guy that was just getting settled in the business, and him having competitive matches with me helped make my career. and. That's, what, that's the way I'll always stand by it. Um, yes, it was, a play, it was a spot for him to shine temporarily, but that's okay.
1: There you go. Well, uh, Arn, makes total sense. The same day Jim Crocker Promotions recorded television at the convention center in Louisville, Kentucky, the home of Jim Cornette. Uh, you and Tully compete in a quick match where you hit the spine buster, and Tully picked up the victory with a slingshot suplex. And then later that night, because of course you did, in St. Louis, Missouri, you and Tully wrestled Barry and Luger in a losing effort when you and Tully were DQ'd. And then you're back to Greenville, March 7th. Luger and Wyndham would pick up a win against Tully and JJ. Yes, JJ Dillon. JJ traded the loafers for the wrestling boots that night, substituting for you, believe it or not. Any memory, any clue? I know this is a long, long time ago. As to why you wouldn't have made this one, and they would have thrown JJ in uh, with Thully.
2: How could I miss <laughs> miss that one in my mind? <laughs> Who were the opponents? It was against uh, Luger and Wyndham. Hmm. I don't remember it. I wish. Yeah. I, did. I wish I did.
1: Yeah, just an interesting nugget there that I found as I was going through my research that uh, that Dylan Dylan entered the ring there. So there you go. Huh. Yep. Hey, he was hot on the mic around this time, so maybe it was time they wanted him to get his his ass in the ring and 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 get roughed up a little bit and uh, get his comeuppance. Hey, but and,
2: and listen, when JJ, not to interrupt you, when JJ was a wrestler before he became a manager, yeah. he took textbook bumps. Yeah, he was good hand. It wasn't like he was not good. And then he became a a manager. He was he took great bumps
1: yeah everybody will always remember him for the bump in the cage in the war games with the shoulder, but you're you know he did more than that in wrestling
2: oh no that's not the one I'm talking about. I'm talking about before he ever became
1: yeah I know a manager, yeah.
2: when he was you know just a wrestler, yeah starting his career everybody the old timers always said
1: J.J. took textbook bumps. he was a bump machine there you go yep. Two days later, March 9th, Jim Crockett Promotions was back in the TBS studios in Atlanta for a matinee recording of World Championship Wrestling that would air three days later on March 12th. You and Tully worked a match against Atkinson and Spearman. The match was long enough that it gave JR the opportunity, man, JR was so good, to really sell how dangerous you and Tully were, as well as talk about the upcoming encounter with Luger and Wyndham. In addition, you and Tully were able to show off your in ring work following the victory, the horseman took the microphone with some very pointed comments. Here's the end of that match, Arn, and what you gentlemen had to say. This should be good.
4: Uh,
3: Man,
1: I'll tell you something. We're ahead
3: on points. We're ahead on riding time. As I said before, people think Luger and Wyndham are going to be the next tag team champions, and that will be so... But, ladies and gentlemen, they got to beat the best team in wrestling to get it done. That's the key thing. They've got to beat Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard. And can they do it? That remains to be seen. Well, as in every walk of life, you have your good days and your bad days. Lex Luger, very winner have an exceptionally good day and be really on their game to beat these two. Tully and Arn, with J.J. by wireless microphone being able to hear his comments. Great match, guys. Great match. And it was a great match for the horsemen. We'll take another look at the slingshot suplex from Tully Blanchard. And Tully Blanchard and Arn Anderson, no doubt, have controlled this match. From its outset, they are gearing up for Barry Windham and Lex Luger. The world tag team champions have never looked better. And ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back. And we will hear David Crockett's comments with the tag team champions of the world right after this very brief timeout.
1: There it is, the clash.
2: It's at an odd time, 4 p.m.
0: Eastern, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. L.A. Lantern.
4: You know, David Crockett, everybody out there, they know baseball players have spring training. You have football teams. They got mini camps they go to to hone their skills. Well, that's exactly what that match was. We could have took those guys and beat them in 30 seconds, two minutes, but J.J. wanted us to play with them a little bit to hone our skills. That's something that Luger, you, Wyndham, all the rest of the tag teams don't do. You don't hone the skills. You don't master your craft. That's why we are the horsemen. That's why we can come out here week in and week out and parade these. Because we have mastered our craft. We hone our skills. And we honed them a little bit better. You saw two guys trying to make a name for themselves. going out here on TBS, the Superstation, against Arn and myself, the world's tag team champions. And we took them apart like so many nuts and bolts. I couldn't have said it better, but David Crockett, first of all, we are proud to represent the NWA. We're proud, second of all, maybe even first of all, to represent your company. I'm talking Jim Crockett Promotions. By being the World Tag Team Champions at various states, very easily, we are the best at what we do. You didn't hear any music. You didn't see any face paint. You don't see any glitter. What you see is plain boots and plain tights. And what you also saw was playing wrestling which is on the marquee these days our business gets glamorized by different aspects and different people that some of them like to call it showbiz. a lot of people like to think they're stars i and myself rick flair james j Dillon know that stars are in the sky and stars are in hollywood what we are as professional athletes. And every time we come to a building, you gotta know, your brothers gotta know, those people that have watched us for a lot of years gotta know. That's the reason they keep coming back. And last but not least, we gotta know that whether we're sick, whether we're hurting a little bit, whether we got problems at home, or we had problems making our plane that we give you 110% because that's what you pay for. And regardless of what you think, Luger, these people that buy these tickets don't pay our salary. His brother and he does, and they pay us real well because we're worth every nickel. And when you look in these eyes and you look at that match that just take place, you see a little Anderson fire coming back because that's my roots. I was learned it. I was taught The old way it is take a body part and render it useless. And my friend, a three-legged table is worth nothing to anybody. So in the Crockett Cup, that 20-inch arm of yours, Luger can be just as loose, useless as the one we just showed you. We are the best. We are the horsemen.
0: Science tells us the best way to achieve and maintain consistent deep sleep is by lowering our core body temperature. You see, temperature controlled sleep repairs our muscles after a hard day's work and it improves our cognitive function. So you always start your day feeling sharp and alert. Chili sleep makes customizable climate controlled sleep solutions that help you improve your entire well-being. Chili sleep makes the Uler. That's the one I have. And the cube sleep system, both are hydro-power temperature controlled mattress toppers that fit over your existing mattress to provide you your ideal sleep temperature. These luxury mattress pads keep your bed at the perfect temperature for deep sleep, whether you sleep hot or cold. These sleep systems are designed to help you fall asleep, stay asleep, and give you the confidence and energy to power through your day. Imagine waking up and not feeling tired. Chili sleep can make that happen. For an extra layer of comfort, they also make the chili blanket. It's the only weighted blanket that can also be paired with a control unit for the ultimate sweat-free sleep. Head over to chillysleep.com forward slash ARN to learn more and save 30% off the purchase of any new cube or Uller sleep system. This offer is available exclusively for ARN listeners and only for a limited time. That's chili, C-H-I-L-I sleep.com slash ARN to take advantage of our exclusive discount and wake up feeling
1: refreshed every day. Arn, your intensity when you get rolling is hard to beat, my friend, my goodness At, you got the sweat and the spittle, and it's just hard not to take everything you said seriously amazing sir. it's just simply amazing.
2: Thank you. I can talk a good fight anyway.
1: <laughs> you can my goodness uh so good. another fantastic promo what'd you think of uh what did you think of it?
2: Pretty much just self- promoting you know it it's a hell of a note when you're the world tag team champions. And you still have to go out and reinforce that you're the best team because that's how much talent was in Jim Crockett
1: promotions. Stars are in the sky and in Hollywood, we're professional wrestlers. And where did you come up with this stuff? Just, I don't know. I mean, just top of the off the cuff or right r- driving around in the car and thinking of stuff or.
2: Well, some of it. Yeah. But, but mostly, I mean, we didn't sit in the back and, and go, okay, you're gonna go first, I'll go second, you go third, you take 30 seconds. uh, It was never like that. One of us, whoever had the match that was coming up that was the biggest, I think, we just knew to let that person start. And if he took the whole promo, he did. It was just being a professional and knowing that that time was very, very valuable on that television show. And if you took it all, you better pay it off.
1: But you knew if that mic came over to you, you you were ready to go. You had something in your back pocket that you had already thought and through. Yet yeah, yet yeah, you were ready to go, so that if your if your number was called, you ready you're ready to do your thing. Always, good stuff. My goodness. Well, we move on. It's Baltimore, Maryland. We talked about it before. A great venue for Jim Crocker promotions. It's March 10th. It's Barry Wyndham and Luger defeating you and Tully again by DQ. Two days later, March 12th, back in Norfolk at the Scope, Jim Crockett would record television and you and Tully would wrestle. Barry and Lex again. You guys are really working a lot together, gearing up for Clash. This time, you're coming out on top. And then on an episode of NWA Pro that aired that day, you and Tully defeat a couple of enhancement talents. And then alongside JJ conduct an interview where you begin to talk about the build to the Jim Crockett Memorial Tag Team Tournament, because that's just around the corner, and we have the clip of that interview. Here we go.
4: Fans, you saw them in a ring. Here they are, the world tag team champions and the inspirational leader of the horsemen, James J. Dillon. Well, Bob, as we're all aware, the Jim Crockett Senior Memorial Cup is fast approaching, and it's getting to the point now where we're all very cognizant of what the seating procedure is going to be. And the precedent has been set in the past that the reigning world tag team champions, which of course at this time are two members of the four horsemen, Mr. Blanchard and Mr. Arn Anderson, would therefore be seated in the number one spot. So aside from the uh, the prestige of holding the titles, aside from the monetary gains, the $1 million prize money from the Crockett Cup, we want to hold on to the world titles. We want to hold on to that number one seating. What about it, You know, Tully? J.J., I tell you, it's a great it's a historic thing it's an annual thing the jim crockett senior royal cup the thing is you've got to be lucky to get through the great caliber of competition but you know you, to be lucky and be good at the same time you've got to have it up here it ain't just being big and bad you know jim ross want to talk about well if Arn anderson and Tony blanchard wrestle a warlord and a barbarian well they're big and bad and tough but you got to catch it and when you get tired and then big arms start hanging down real low, then we turn and we attack. And that's just the way it is. It's got brains, just like the Road Warriors. That's why we have these, and the great big muscle-up guys don't. That's because we're the best tag team. We can come out here and say it on national television. We're the best because we got these. Fight double-A, that's exactly Bob Connell. As we hear these people chanting, Holy Wyndham, this is what they think is gonna give them the edge in the cup, or as the bottom line, any match across this country. For well, Wyndham, Luger, you pride yourself as being the young eyes. They call them the Twin Towers. Well, gentlemen, we're the incumbents. Do you realize how hard it is to unseat the incumbents? The winners of the Jim Crockett Memorial Cup will be the team that reaches down. They're gonna have to win four times. That means they gotta beat Rose and Nikita. Maybe, maybe the Superpowers. Maybe the Midnight. Maybe Luger and Wyndham. Well, Luger, at any point in time, maybe you feel like the grudge is over. We feel like it's just begun because our reputation is on the line any time we step in an arena. All right, fans, the total package when we come back right after this timeout.
1: Arn, the message is uh, clear, my friend. Come and beat the Horsemen if we let you. My goodness, another stellar promo. You've said over and over again that the horsemen were the standard of excellence, and clearly that's a fact. But uh, how difficult for you personally was it to come out day after day and be intense and believable and be the Arn Anderson that we've all come to know and love?
2: Was it difficult because it's who I was? Mm. Was it playing a role? Was it playing wrestler? That's just who I was, and I believed every word I said on every promo that I ever did. And sometimes whether you're right or wrong and you end up having an egg on your face, as long as you believe it, that's really all you can do. Cause if you don't have faith in yourself and your ability and what you're saying, nobody else is going to believe in you either.
1: Well, we certainly believed every word you said, and, uh, you guys are not only ramped up for clash, you're ramped up for the tournament March 15th. We're at the middle of the month. Crockett's headed West to another venue. We haven't spent a lot of time talking about the Lawler event center in Reno, Nevada. And on that day, you and Tully would wrestle Barry and Luger. Once again, any memories of Reno? are I asked because I don't remember again, Reno as a regular stop for Jim Crockett.
2: I think it might've been an in and out heading towards the coast.
1: Yeah. You know what we'll to see? What You were. You were because the next day you headed to the Civic Auditorium in San Francisco. So it must have just been, hey, let's hit it, do a quick hitter in Reno and then out to San Fran.
2: Yep, let's we'll probably stop, do the show, gas up, and head on to Frisco.
1: Mm. Well, there you go. So you're in San Francisco, you're in front of 4,500 people. Wyndham and Luger defeat you and Tully uh, by disqualification. And rounding out the loop in Inglewood at the Great Western Forum on March 17th, once again. Luger and Wyndham, you are getting your reps in with Luger and Wyndham. There is no doubt about it. And, uh, they defeat you by way of disqualification. So a lot of DQs here as well. Uh, every time you guys faced off any, any thoughts on that?
5: Well,
2: beating them wasn't the right thing to do and they couldn't very well beat us. Uh, cause that would take all the steam off of us. Just us being able in those days, being able to get out of there with the DQ to save our own skin had a lot of heat surrounding it. It wasn't mm. like it is flat today. It would, you know, it worked if you did it the right way. And
1: Yeah, crowd was into it. Crowd, Yeah, crowd would definitely be into that back then for sure. Uh, March 18th at the Cincinnati Gardens. Uh, JCP records matches for TV there. That night, you and Tully win against Luger and Wyndham when the challengers are disqualified after Magnum TA interferes with his baseball bat. Then the next day, the 19th, you hit the UIC Pavilion in Chicago, and you get the night off, Arn. Well, figuratively, because you drew Barry Windham as your opponent in a match that saw you two fight to a double DQ. Just a reminder of how stacked JCP's roster was in 1998. Here's the rest of the card. Ready for this? Ivan Koloff pins Shane Douglas. Rick Steiner pins Kendall Windham. You have the NWA U.S. tag champs, Bobby Eaton and Stan Lane, defeating the Garvins, Jimmy and Ron Garvin, when Eaton pinned Jimmy Garvin. Lex Luger defeating Tully Blanchard. Dusty Rhodes defeating Mike Rotundo. You have uh, world champ Ric Flair pinning Sting. And then the Road Warriors defeating the Powers of Pain in a Lumberjack Street Fight. Arn, that's a hell of a lot of talent. I think that sometimes we as fans forget how deep that roster really was. I mean, we'll talk about it a little bit. Just the amount of talent you guys had at your fingertips.
2: Well, and that's how you were able to split them in half and run two shows. Because then you would fill in, you know, behind with your Brad Armstrongs and Tim Horners, mm. and, and guys that were tremendous performers, just weren't given the push and of some other guys. But still, they were, you know, from the first match to the last match, You had a lot of guys that were really tremendous performers, as well as, you know, some interesting gimmicks, the Jimmy Valiants, those yes. type guys. So you could just sprinkle those guys in and. Very interesting and very entertaining show.
1: You're talking Hall of Famers all throughout that list. Oh, uh, wow. You know, you, even with Jimmy Garvin, he's part of the Freebirds Hall of Famer. You know, sure. you talk about Sting and you talk about Ric Flair <laughs> and Dusty, and, and the list goes on and on. The horsemen are all in there. Just an incredible uh, card and lineup of talent. And uh, we move on. It's March 19th. It's St. Louis. It's Luger and Wynd- Wyndham once again challenge you and Tully. For the tag team titles winning, but again, by disqualification, the following day in Charleston, West Virginia, the matinee show saw Wyndham Luger take on Tully and JJ, who was substituting for you again Arn, this is twice in a month and you never miss shows. I, uh, was this a creative decision? I asked I don't because know, I, don't what know what,
2: I don't know where I would have been
1: and you weren't involved in any other match, uh, here in, in, in West Virginia. So it, it's strange. It is strange. Yeah. Well, you're not injured, that's for sure, because you're definitely active. We're back in the TBS studios on March 23rd for a taping of World Championship Wrestling that would air on the 26th. The Horseman turned the heat up. Magnum TA was interviewed by David Crockett. Tully appeared and reminded everyone of their I Quit Match in 85. Barry runs out to protect Magnum, and Arn all hell breaks loose. We have the angle here. Let's check it out.
4: And here he is, truly the boss,
3: Magnum PA. Welcome,
4: Billy. Well, thank you, David. You know, maybe it's time to I clear a few things up here. There's been a few discrepancies going on. People say a little controversy. Well, I say there's a whole lot of controversy because, you see, it wasn't so long ago that I came out here and tried to lend my expertise, maybe do a little commentating here on TBS. And everybody took that opportunity to take their pot shots at me. So I had to move into a new adversity in life, maybe. I had to pick up a little bit of an equalizer, namely this baseball bat. Well, you know, that doesn't make me feel good because I don't like having to have an equalizer, but I make no mince words about the fact that I'm not 100% yet. I'm not ready to climb back in the ring, but that day will come. So Tully Blanchard on Anderson, I don't apologize for getting involved in a situation where it should have just been four men involved, but again and again, James J. Dillon has to put his two cents worth in. Well, I just merely put in my two cents worth, and then Tony Blanchard wanted the bat. Well, he wanted the bat. I gave him the bat, and it felt real good doing it. Because, you see, I'm no commentator. I'm no fancy damn guy to dress up. The warrior still lives inside me. And- Magnum, you and I go back a long, long way. You know, I know that they're selling videos of you and I in an I Quit match and you love it. You're getting money off of me because something that didn't happen, I've had to live for two years with I Quit. I quit everywhere I go. I quit because of you. But you know, Magnum, I felt sorry for you. Poor Magnum, like everybody else. He got hurt Poor the end of his career. Well, that's too bad. But you know, Magda, when you start sticking your nose back in our business again, you stay out until you can crawl back in the ring. Then you start sticking your ring in. I don't care about equalizers. You want just it back far enough. It's going far enough. You just it. Oh, oh wow. my God.
1: remember who some of these guys are in the suits i don't recognize obviously jj is is it the crockets i I recognize david and tony but there's some guys in suits that i'm like who in the world i never even there's jim ross who's the guy in the back bent over his head was to us i don't even know wow
2: i think think david crockett was one of those guys david
1: crockett was one but there was just that was it that was insane
2: and you wonder why they hate tully blanchard's (sighs) crap Pretty stout.
1: Talk about heat. And uh, D- Dusty makes the save. Obviously, he was Magnum's old tag partner. And the result of this arm, Dusty was suspended for 120 days. Mm. Sounds like, I don't know, if something personal need to be taken care of for Dusty and he or whatever. But he's suspended for 120 days. My goodness, attacking Magnum, looking for heat. That was some serious heat, baby.
2: Yeah, I, just, I imagine as strong as you can get.
1: What did you think of that, watching that back? Do you even remember that? I don't even, I it was hard to recall until I was putting it together. And I'm like, cause I mean, when I saw Magnum go down, I have not seen Magnum hit, uh, since the injury and he kind of, it wasn't a big bump, but still I'm being messed with.
2: Yeah. Any bump was too big. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was heavy, heavy duty.
1: That was uh, some stuff.
2: Well, if you just, am I kind of watching that for the first time? I think it, that Yeah. Is, it is. That's a heavy duty angle.
1: That was, uh, that was, this is the reality and the realism that you got with Jim Crocker Promotions. And nothing articulates it or demonstrates it, should I say, more than what we just saw there. Uh, so here we are. It's Columbia, South Carolina on the 24th, trying to get back into uh, what we're going on here after seeing that. You take on Kendall Wyndham, winning the match by pinfall. And the next time we see you is for the event we have been building towards, and that's Clash of the Champions. And I know you and Conrad and even me have spent some time talking about the brewing war between the WWF and Jim Crockett promotions. On this day, a Sunday, by the way, Jim Crockett booked the Clash to run head-to-head with WrestleMania 4, which emanated from the Trump Plaza. The draw of that card was Hulk Andre 3 and as we all know, Macho Man won the tournament that night to become the WWF champion. So this is what you guys are competing against Arn. Interestingly enough, the WWE booked the Omni for a closed circuit viewing of the event. Wow. Now on to the clash. It's in Greensboro and why not? It's horseman country, baby. This is Crockett Country and this is the NWA. 6,000 rabid fans Came to the Coliseum that night to watch a five-match card, and as an important reminder, the event was broadcast on TBS and was the first of its kind for Jim Crockett Promotions. You said it already, Arn. The first of many Clash of the Clash of the Champions. This is a historic uh, event. Uh, now you have Battle of the Belts, and uh, the, for AEW and Clash of the Champions, WWE has gone on to use. But before we get into some of this stuff. How cool of it is to see another kind of, I guess, Dusty Rhodes brainchild still have relevance all these years forward to this day.
2: Yeah, it was just, uh, it was just the state of the business. It was a different industry back then, and you know, people were involved mentally and 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 uh, spiritually almost. You know, yeah. they they would pull for these guys and. You know, it's like Tully. I mean, how much heat is that attacking, attacking (sighs) a guy like Magnum in that position? It was just,
1: I mean, let's, let's be honest. He's disabled. Uh, he had had a disability, you know,
2: it's all about emotion. It it was, that's what we were selling.
0: Time to tell you about something. I'm super passionate about protecting your family. Yes. This is a life insurance ad for goliathlife.com. But to me, this is really about peace of mind. Think about insurance for a second. We all get medical and auto insurance, yet we never even know if we're going to have a need for it. Let me let you in on a little secret. You need life insurance. We're all going to die. Now, as you let that reality sink in, think about what would happen if your family stopped having your income tomorrow. If you don't have a plan for that, you need to visit GoliathLife.com. And I mean right now. And just personally, I've lost two friends in their forties this past year and a half. And I don't even want to think about what their families would be going through. Had they not had life insurance? If you don't have it, get it, protect your family. And I suggest you go to goliathlife.com because they've made the process of getting affordable life insurance. Super easy. Goliath life streamlines the life insurance process by allowing you to get quotes for more than 20 carriers within minutes. And you'll pick your terms and payments to fit your budget. You pick your price. You start the online application immediately and even schedule the medical exam to come to you. And I've done it. They sent someone to my office. I skipped the phone calls, the paperwork, and the crazy invasive conversations. Goliath Life makes buying life insurance simple. There's no hidden fees, no upsells, no hassle. Hell, not even a phone call. Goliath Life is life insurance in your hands, on your time. Get multiple quick quotes right now from the comfort of your own home and begin your application in a few easy clicks right now at GoliathLife.com. So by now, you know, the Fed has raised interest rates and they're telling us they're going to raise rates six more times this year. What does that mean for you? It means waiting will only cost you money. If you've been thinking about building, if you've been thinking about buying, if you've been thinking about refinancing, the time to act is now. Waiting will cost you money. I urge you. I encourage you. Just let us run the numbers for you. If you want to buy a house, go to buywithconrad.com. If you want a lower monthly payment, go to savewithconrad.com. I don't know what you're thinking. Man, can I really save money if rates are going up? Absolutely. Because if you've got credit card debt, if you've got a second mortgage, if you need to make improvements to your home, there's not a better, easier, faster, more economical, cheaper way to borrow this money than to use your current equity in your house. Here's what we're talking about. All of a sudden, our houses are worth more than ever in the last couple of years because the real estate market is hot, 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 daddy. Now, what you do with this debt, once you owe that debt, is up to you. So if you don't do what I'm encouraging you to do and go to savewithconrad.com, man, just keep making the minimum payments. Now, they're going to jack up your interest rates on your credit cards too. Just so you know, we're not just talking about home loan rates, but all the money is about to get more expensive. Now, you're right now sitting at an interest rate on your credit cards that's way too high. I don't know how high, but you may not either. Is it 19%? Is it 29%? Here's what I know. It's going up. And if you feel stuck, if you feel like you're making the minimum payments, if you don't feel like you have a real plan to get out of debt, now's the time to make that plan, baby! SaveWithConrad.com. We can help you knock out all that debt, even let you skip your next two house payments, and more importantly, pay your house off faster. When we're really talking about saving on a refinance, the term is the killer. If the bank can trick you into... Giving them 29% of your gross monthly income every month until you die, it's mission accomplished for them. Don't take my word for it. Throw it in your Google machine. Mortgage is Latin for pledge until death. They put you in this thing to keep you beholden to them every month until you die. That's not the American dream. The dream is to get out of debt. I want to help you get out of debt today. Make a stand today. Tell the banks to stick it, brother. We're gonna show them how to get out of debt faster and with cheaper monthly payments. If you got car loans, check, I can handle that. You got credit card debt, check, I can handle that. Oh, and here's a pop quiz for you. Have you always wanted to do one thing to your house? Whether we're talking about upgrading your kitchen, upgrading your bathroom, putting in a pool, putting in a man cave, let's make someday today. All that's gonna do is make your house worth even more. You're gonna create even more equity. But at the same time, you're going to get those repairs or improvements done with no money out of pocket. You hear me? Why would you not do this? Get the dream house with the dream payment right now at savewithconrad.com. And if you're still throwing your money away on rent, I urge you, I encourage you, this is the year to take action. There is no stopping this real estate boom right now. I cannot believe what's happening, and I want you to be a part of it. Had you done it two years ago, you'd already be rolling in the dough, baby. What's that old proverb? The best time to plant a tree was 100 years ago. The second best time is now. Something like that. The second best time to buy a house is now. Find out how much money you can save when you stop throwing your money away on rent and you actually build some wealth for yourself at buywithconrad.com. And, buddy, we're licensed in almost all the states. Don't take my word for it. I know it sounds weird. Wait, the podcast guy about wrestling can help me save money? Go check out my reviews, ConradReviews.com. You'll see more than a 1,000 reviews. Our average is like 4.71 or 4.72. You know what that means? Pretty, pretty, pretty good. We're going to save you some cash. You're going to love it. Run the numbers with me. No cost, no obligation. Buy with Conrad if you want to buy. Save with Conrad if you want to save. Either way, I can hook you up. Savewithconrad.com, NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. And oh, by the way, don't be nervous about talking about your credit report. I don't care that you had a late here or there. I don't care that you had a bankruptcy back in the day. I'm not going to tell you no. Now I might say not yet, but here's how. You need a plan to get out of debt. You need a plan to buy a house, and I can help you with that plan at savewithconrad.com or buywithconrad.com. Or hey, man, maybe you don't want to do that. Give us a call, 888-425-0105, or just drop me a line. Yes, email me, conrad
1: at savewithconrad.com. This thing had a big event feel. There's no no doubt about it. And even though WrestleMania was happening, there was a lot of fans of, of, of uh, Jim Crockett promotions that couldn't wait. Maybe that's why the 4 p.m. Eastern start time too. are you get a little bit earlier start time. I'm not sure I'd have to go back and look when WrestleMania four started, but maybe it's a possibility to say, Hey, we're going to start a little bit earlier. Uh, yeah,
2: what town yeah. was that WrestleMania in that yeah, was I'd that was to, there West coast or something?
1: Uh, I'd have to look to see what time WrestleMania started that year, but I know it was 4 PM Eastern for clash of the for champions. Yeah. yeah. So it garnered a 5.8 cable rating, which is tremendous. You know, we mm. talk about cable ratings now yeah. on the card. You had television champion, Mike Rotunda defeating Jimmy Garvin in an amateur wrestling match. You had the then U.S. tag team champions, the Midnight Express, defeating the Fantastics. You got a dusty finish here where it appeared the Fantastics won, but then the finish, uh, the decision was reversed. Lane and Eaton would beat the Fantastics with their belts afterwards, getting back any heat they may have lost. And then also on that card, you had a non-sanctioned, non-title, six-man tag match, Dusty Rhodes and the Road Warriors defeating Ivan Koloff and the Powers of Pain. The ropes arm were wrapped in barbed wire, and the match was anything goes. So there you go. And then the main event of epic consequences for the man called Sting saw Sting and Flair go 45 minutes to a draw. This match effectively made Sting and gave him the credibility needed to become one of the most legitimate baby faces of all time. Arn, there had to be a lot of time, effort, and energy put into the program with Luger and the payoff for the part of this that's coming. But what did you think about Flair making Sting on this night after doing a solid 30, 45, and even 60 days with him on all the loops?
2: Well, it was this coming-out party that night. He became someone different. And his his, uh, cardio held up. Uh, His look was incredible. And being featured against Flair for the title was just the, the frosting on top of the cake. He had it all. I mean, he had a great look that night. I feel like he really stepped up and became a top guy.
1: He certainly did. And I'd be remiss if I didn't mention too Arn, this is the show where you get Tony Schiavone and Jim Ross commentating their first big event together uh, working together. JR still talks about it. Tony's talked about it on his podcast, uh, together, play by play. And to see those guys, I know Tony, you know, he's your buddy all these years later, still getting it done on AEW, but here it is. 1988 clash one, Tony and Jim Ross working together.
2: That was the beginning of something that to this day is awesome. It is. These guys are really pros and they, they really do a great job of explaining what we're watching. And, uh, that's what great announcers do. They they paint the picture. If you were just listening to the show, you'd still know what was going on without even seeing it.
1: How much uh, How much does Tony Schiavone mean to you? He talks about. I don't know if you listen to his podcast, but he shares some funny stories about you, man.
2: Well, we're just good friends. And yeah, it's business. You know, you make some good friends along the way, but they're not a lot because you're on the road every day. That's right. You know? But Tony's one of those that friends that. We hit it off right away and we've stayed friends over the years and floated like, uh, you know, back and forth between companies and passed and repassed. And just, uh, he's a great guy. Love him.
1: Yeah. I got to put his show over. What happened when he did a show with Lois lately, his wife? She turned 70 years old recently. And they did an episode together and they shared a lot of memories of traveling and what it was like being a, a wrestling announcer's wife. And they he shares a fun story about Arn. Uh, as Shivani continued just to have child after child after child, and you came in and, and cracked some fun jokes. So uh, I would say check that out. Uh, if you're an Arn Anderson fan, you'll, you'll hear some fun stories there. Let's move on with the clash as I digress. In the semi-main event, the reason we're here, it's Lex Luger and Barry Windham. After a month of DQ finishes and suspect losses, finally, the Horseman lose, unfortunately, a pinfall loss, and they become the new tag team champions in the process. The match goes a little less than 10 minutes, but as you might expect, after working together for a solid month and a half, you guys have Lex as TV ready as possible, Arn. It certainly didn't hurt that Barry was his teammate. We had the closing moments of the match here, and arguably, one of Luger's biggest career highlights. Arn, as we watch this together and listen to it together, just watch the crowd, my friend. Here we go.
5: Anderson reaching in, made the tag. Here comes the enforcer with a hard left hand, stands up, with him in the neutral cutter, and now working on the gut. Go- Three times, it goes to the midsection. He didn't lose his right hand one time, Tony. Everything was that big, heavy, left hand. Kick you by Barry Wendell. JJ. Give me some direction now to Arne Anderson. Look at James. That is a concerned face. That's much I've ever seen from James. O'Hare. The team that can keep their opponent from tagging the longest, I think not win this one. Mission. Plus, you got to consider that one big mistake. Nobody has made Ooh. it. Both them connected. Wyndham calls also. I thought maybe Wyndham caught him first, but it was right at the same split second. The tag was made to Blanchard. Tully Blanchard with a slick You can see it. Yes, he got over. He thinks it's over. Sloger, and the total package now is in trouble here. A reversal. Yeah. Paul slam. Luger. Looking at the fans. J.J. Dillon is very worried here at ringside. And what it should be.
1: You want to talk about explosion?
2: It's hard to, it's hard to argue with the reaction, right? It was a popular decision. For sure. Yeah,
1: think yeah. Lord, Lord. I never the Greensboro was going crazy. I mean, so you go, there you go, Arn, the slip up with the chair, it ends and helps protect you and Tully, but there's no denying it was finally time for Wyndham and Luger to win the titles, as you said, plus now you and Tully get to be in the hot pursuit to get those belts back. And yeah, we have ready-made main event level matches for the next loop.
2: That's it. hundred percent. Once you do something, when it's time like that, you make a guy and just like, Sting was having his coming out party. There was Luger's coming out party. They went to a different level that night.
1: That's right. Stars were made, or should I say, as you said, stars are in the are in the uh, skies in the Hollywood. But these guys were next level pro wrestlers after this night. And uh, we're going to wind down the month now. Arn, I didn't. I did want to ask about the show in Greenville, South Carolina, on March 28th, because on the show, you and Tully defeat Rocky King. And here he is again, John Savage, Barbarian's brother. This is the day after The Clash and Rocky and Savage are substituting, forget this, Dusty Rhodes and Ole Anderson. That's a huge change to the card considering the matches you guys have been having. No disrespect meant towards John Savage or Rocky King, but they simply don't have that star power as Ole and and Dusty. Any recollection or thoughts as to why maybe a substitution like that uh, was made? Was this a TV taping? Uh it was. Um,
2: so that would have been the one with Dusty and them would have been for like a dark match.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
2: Well, he was suspended for hundred and twenty days. Yeah. That's well, where he was, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And and it's interesting that you say that because uh I guess the TV taping that was done where he was suspended would have been aired post uh Clash of the Champions. So because uh, he was at the Clash of the Champions as well on that six man. So just gotta they're making sure all the storylines uh, fit for sure. Even well,
2: though the, even though the people were let down, there was at least a story that backed it up.
1: That's right. Well, in Columbia, the next day you pin Kendall Windham in the main event of the show, Tully lost a Luger even after JJ's interference. And then you finished off the month, March 31st in Spartanburg at the Memorial Auditorium. Jim Crockett taped the main event that would not air until April And on this show, Rick Tully and you defeated Sting, Luger, and Wyndham in 13 minutes after Blanchard repeatedly punched Barry in the face with a foreign object thrown into the ring by, of course, James J. Dillon. And Arn. that wraps up the month of March 1988. It's amazing how instrumental you and the other horsemen were in making both Sting and Luger, my friend.
2: That was our job. And, uh... I feel like we're pretty damn good at at our job.
1: And and let's not forget how well Barry came off as a baby face during this time as well. Luger and Wyndham finally captured the gold of the Clash, and the Nature Boy helped make the man we see every day, still on uh, every Wednesday on Dynamite, the franchise, the man called Sting. Just an amazing time of wrestling history.
2: Absolutely. So cool to go back and watch it with you, buddy.
1: Yeah, another great week with you, Arn. And next week, the hits keep on coming. It's April 1988, Arn. It's the Crockett Cup, and it's the formation of arguably the best incarnation of the Four Horsemen. Wouldn't you say, Arn? I mean, a lot of fans love it.
2: One of the top two. That one and only, I would say, were the top two.
1: The original and then the Barry Windham, for sure. Well, listen, tune in next week, 6.05, and find out for yourself, for The Enforcer, Arn Anderson. I'm Paul Bromwell. We'll be back again next week here on Arn. We'll see you then. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round together it's those weekend golf guys they'll pay a lot of money to
3: pxg and tylus and callaway and on, and on and on right how many yards do you think you're gonna pick up with that extra i think i can get an extra
5: five to ten what if i give you a 15 to <laughs> 20 you pay me more Jeff smith right? teaches on the sliding
1: scale <laughs> those weekend golf guys the podcast part of the believe network just search b-l-e-a-v on youtube or wherever you listen